Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi! Hi! Welcome to the Poor Charles 411 Fan Spotlight with Holly Durdell. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name because I didn't go back and listen. I think that you're... Durdell? Durdell? Durdell, I think. Okay. Either That's way. I'm with. Yes. That was a fun, fun interview because it wasn't... It was all about General Hospital, but not all about General yes. Hospital. We got off on other topics and, you know, like we do. Yeah. And the way that she found us and um, other soaps that she watched. So, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. And I mean, I felt like I got to revisit kind of when it, it sounded, I don't think we talked about this. It sounded like we kind of started around the same time. Yes. So it's, it's always fun talking with people about how they got hooked in, but she got hooked in a different way than you and I did. Right. So around the same time. So yes. it was fun. So listen to our chat with Holly and we'll meet you back here after. Hi there. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, I can't tell you how excited I am about this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were just excited reading your um, submission form. It's great to see you guys together. I'm sure you didn't get to do that for some time. No, that was difficult. (laughs) Yes. Because I mean, Amanda has four kids. Well, okay, three live. Well, now Matt lives at home with you again. But right. at the time, he didn't. So she was like in a closet. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> like Steve Burton. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> exactly. Except for his, he probably has better acoustics. But probably, yeah. yeah, I would think so. Let's hope that we never have to go back to Ugh. only recording that way. Yep, I think we're all hoping that. And yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your name too. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Holly Durdell, um, joining you from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, mostly grew up in Michigan. I, we moved a lot when I was a kid. I just recently moved here. I, I spent 10 years in Chicago. It was at a time of my life where I was going through some tremendous change and 
Uh, it just ended up being exactly what I needed. Uh, got to do my sort of that girl time, throwing my hat, <laughs> taking the train, living in Lincoln yes. Park, working downtown. It was wonderful. Um, but, you know, I, the, the pandemic has done a lot of things, including make cities a little difficult to live in. So um, here in Grand Rapids, my sister's here. She's got four-year-old triplets. So I get to be Aunt Holly. Wow. Um, yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm just uh, looking at a snowstorm right now. It's a beautiful day. Uh, just happy to be here. So we're really looking forward to our discussion. I'm a bit of a general hospital geek. When I was telling people, hey, I'm going to be on a podcast this weekend. They're like, uh, what's the topic? I'm like, um, general hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, yeah, I know. I think we still get that same reaction because so I do real estate also. And I was Mm. on a committee talking about something. And one of the people I'm also friends with on Facebook, and they're like, well, you have a successful podcast. And I was like, yeah. And one of the other girls was like, well, what's it about? I was like, General Hospital. She goes, the soap opera? (laughs) Like, you can't have a successful podcast about the soap opera. I'm like, you can have a podcast about anything. There's a there's our people everywhere. So, yeah. Well, let me tell you how I found you. Yes, um, please. I was listening to, uh, for like the last two years, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. And it was initially, it was just these two girls out in California. It was a great podcast. They stopped, they stopped it last uh, May or Aww. I guess May of 2020 was the last wow. time they recorded. And then Jenny Garth and uh, Tori Spelling are now doing pretty much their exact same format, uh, watching an episode, discussing the episode, discussing the fashion, et cetera. Um, really enjoy it because I'm a soap opera nerd. And uh, you guys came up as a suggestion and I was like, oh, there's a general hospital podcast. And so started listening to you and just love your show. Uh, lo- love your humor and the way you break it down. And it's just, it's good storytelling. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> oh, we love we to hear that. Because sometimes we're like, we sound so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to have to find that uh, Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling podcast. It sounds like they're 90210MG. Okay. It's great. They're funny. Sounds like they're kind of doing it. Um, I'm also a fan of The Office and Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey are doing like a rewatch podcast where they watch an episode and dissect and give all the info from the background. But yeah, the backstories, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think every show has a podcast at this point. So yes. It's great. It's great to have that accompaniment, especially when it's, especially when the actors loved what they did. You know, it's, it's great to hear that. Well, that's like, uh, Stephen Bradford's show is, is fun because they don't just talk about General Hospital. They talk about all kinds of things and they're very interesting people. And you get like watching Jason all these years, you're thinking, you know, stone cold. And then you get to know him and he's this really funny kind of goofy guy. Uh, so different from the character. And it's been really fun to get to know him that way. Mm hmm. Or like Chad Duel. Like he is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Like, Michael is not. <laughs> no, no. And speaking of Chad Duel, what, what what's up with the two month itch there on the the it was like, oh, they're married. Oh, they're not. Wow, that was fast. And they were together for what, like five, five six years? years? Yeah. yeah, that's weird. That's I mean, weird, that's a really long time. Who knows? It, they had that weird wedding too. They're into weird stuff. I kind of liked it. Because it was, oh, it was, it was around Halloween, cool. right? Like, yeah. it was very... I also had a Beatles-themed wedding, so I'm all for the... You had a Beatles-themed wedding? Uh-huh. Get out of town. That is so cool. Yep. Yep. My husband and I both love the Beatles, and... Um, well, I got to show you something. Okay. Come for a walk with me for a quick second. All right. So, in my living room, my uncle gave this to me. This is a Velvet Beatles, gold and velvet from the 70s poster 
that I had framed, but he gave that to me. And then I also have all of my mom's and my uncle's Beatles albums. And there's some in there that are pretty valuable, Mm -hmm. but I'm also a huge Beatles fan. So that's cool that that was your wedding theme. So here, welcome to my Beatles basement. (laughs) Oh, wow. Look at that. um, And then over, well, you're plugged in (laughs) that next to Abbey road is the white album signed to me from Paul. Oh, wow. That's cool. My husband got that. It, and I, at first I was really mad when he did it because, um, he gave it to me. I think it was my 30th birthday. And I was like, how much did you pay for that? And he's like, nothing. It was Paul was having something on Sirius XM. It was like send stuff in by X date and it got returned like a week before my birthday. That's awesome. And it says to Shannon, Paul McCartney. And then he actually took out the, um, like the inserts that are inside the white album and signed in there too. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be worth something someday if it's not already. Maybe. I don't know. It's priceless to me though. So it's, <laughs> it definitely. And then, um, my kids are technically his stepkids. And so when we were trying to figure out our cake topper, I paid someone on Etsy to make it look like Abbey Road. And so oh, we still awesome. have our cake topper, like in a curio cabinet upstairs. And so it's the four of us, sons that's barefoot great. and all. So. so we've got, we've got General Hospital in common. We've got, uh, the Beatles in common and apparently 90210 in common. Yes. Um, we're going to get along great here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if you can come to my house and decorate it, though. She just did that whole tour. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I really lucked out with this place. I was on a waiting list here for like nine months before I moved, and it was getting down to the wire. My lease was up in Chicago November 1st, and I did not sign the lease on this until October. Uh, Oh, my gosh. It's great. I love it. Great location. I'm really close to my sister, close to everything, especially compared to Chicago, where just getting around was so difficult. Here, it's just a piece of cake. <laughs> like uh, my sister will complain about traffic on this, the sort of the major street behind me. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Well, that's I mean, when you listen to Stephen Bradford's and they're like, oh, yeah, it's like a three hour commute one way for an audition. Oh. You oh know, I gosh. mean, that's just. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have it a little bit easier here in Pittsburgh. I mean, people don't know how to drive through tunnels, but that's just a whole other thing. (laughs) Well, and you see, I've got my my Denver Broncos uh, cup here. So AFC rivals, it sounds like we may not have um, football in common. I don't think either of us really care so much. (laughs) (laughs) There, There was a point, but. I don't know what happened to the, I don't know. (laughs) I've never been a sports girl. I just don't get it. I used to care. And then at one point it just kind of, we stopped. I mean, we used to watch every single Sunday, you know, we would have like the parties with our friends and everything. And then one year it just stopped. Yeah. Well, I mean, they haven't had a lot of success. So that that can, uh, (laughs) you know, recently that can kind of make you fall away a bit. Yeah. But I'm a lifelong Red Sox fan. I'm used to disappointment. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Yeah. It took me a long time to get a win there, but that's a whole other, I like baseball better than football. So that's, Mm. Oh, we just found the thing we don't have in common. There we go. Okay. (laughs) But I actually, so I do have a sister named Holly, so that's fun. Oh, okay. Very good. You don't have any Hollies in your family. I don't have any Hollies in my family. Sorry. (laughs) So let's talk about GH. Yeah. Um, So I, how I came to GH, uh, I came via days actually. So starting in like fifth grade, the height of the super couples was a huge Patch and Kayla fan, right? As a kid. And um, when I was in college, I I continued to watch Days, but I was kind of s- stepping away from it. It was getting weird um, and not so much about the romance and more about some of that fantastical stuff that they're now famous for. And um, uh, Mary Beth Evans joined General Hospital as Catherine. So that was kind of the first 
thing that piqued my interest. And then when Luke and Laura returned, I, I can picture the car, the road, hearing the constant radio spots of, and it, it, they had a tagline of something along the lines of um, Laura saying, you know, we're so lucky. And then Luke saying, no, lucky's our son. We're magic or something like that. And I mean, it just ran all the time, all the time. And of course I was aware of Luke and Laura who wasn't. Um, so I started kind of checking out the show because I love Mary Beth and uh, I, I, started to kind of get into Luke and Laura, but what hooked me on that show was Sonny and Brenda. Uh, that was my first favorite couple on that show. I was just like obsessed with them, pictures on the wall of them and stuff. Um, and they were, I think when I started watching, they they had like just broken up, like the wire incident had just happened. And yes, um, the show so kind of the, will they or won't they get back together? And there was all that angst around them and uh, and Lily and then um, with with Jack's coming on. And, you know, and that just, that's what really drew me in. And then, of course, later on, Stephen, uh, Stephen Nichols joins. And now I've got both Patch and Kayla and they didn't really do much with them. Unfortunately, they did have a little bit of a romance, but, you know, he was in love with Laura the whole time. It didn't really work out. But by then I, I was 100 percent team General Hospital quit watching days completely and have been hooked since then. Um, you know, I've missed time here and there pre TiVo, you know, VCRs weren't always super reliable. Soapnet was great because I could binge it on Saturdays for, for a long time. Uh, and then when, once I got a TiVo, it, I've not missed an episode. So love it. Yeah. You had also mentioned that Matt Ashford is yeah. how came over to GH and that's someone we don't talk about. That was Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't on for very long, but I love Matt Ashford, loved him as Jack. Um, he was another reason that, that, that hooked me and he came in a little bit after Mary Beth. And there was an interview in Soap Opera Digest with Allison Sweeney in the late nineties, where it was kind of funny. She said something about, well, I thought when day stars grew up, they went to general hospital. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was like, she's never been on GH. <laughs> she hasn't. No, but everybody else has. <laughs> yeah. I like Stephen Nichols and Mary Beth Evans. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're so great. Oh, I've even, I've popped back into days a few times since they've returned, um, but not with any regularity, but just to kind of check them out and see what they're doing. And now of course we've got Shane Donovan, uh, Charles Shaughnessy as Victor. He was yep. a big, big eighties day star. And uh, he actually, I just listened to his podcast with dishing with digest. Okay. What an interesting, fun guy. I mean, just, he's got a great outlook and very positive and it, it had a really fun story. So uh, I highly we'll recommend check that, out that episode. I like hearing like, do you what? have the rest of your weekend free to listen to all of these podcasts? You're writing all these down. <laughs> You're going to have oh, her addicted. She has I've got her, one more for you to write it down. Yes. <laughs> Maurice Bernard was a guest on the Adam Carolla show this week. Uh, second hour, I believe on, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. And that was an interesting interview. Uh, very funny. But one of the things that he said that, that really stood out to me was Adam was asking him about, uh, you know, Steve and Ingo. And, uh, he's like, you know, they're really good friends of mine. Uh, you know, I, I don't agree with them, but they must really believe it in order to give up their, their career like that. So I respect that. And I was like, that's, that's a pretty good perspective on that. Of course, it's really screwing up some storylines right now, but <laughs> yes, just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> just a bit. But the thing, I mean, both of them at one time or another have left the show. Yep. So, right. Yeah. And Ingo's not Ingo didn't have much. a lot going on storyline wise. So it, it did feel kind of a little bit more natural. Of course, Jason left in the middle of a, a, a of an action scene, essentially, and right. was just gone. And they're like, "Oh, I guess he's dead. No body. Well, all right, he's dead." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. we'll see what he'll never come back. <laughs> <laughs> they can always all come back at some point or another. So, oh yeah, 
Well, I am loving Cameron Matheson, though, and I, I never was an all my children watcher, didn't really know anything about him. Um, he's great as Drew. Uh, he just stepped right in. And I loved Billy Miller. Yep. Um, but, but Cameron has chemistry with everybody yeah. he interacts with. You know, he, he, Curtis, he's got great chemistry with Curtis. Uh, he, he just is awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely am that character. Yeah, I loved him on All My Children, so I was not surprised to love him now. That's right, because you kn- so I never watched All My Children either until I watched the Anna Devane crossover, mm. not this past October, but the October before we did, was that five or six weeks of Anna? Mm-hmm. And I totally fell in love with her and David Hayward. And that is someone that General Hospital needs to bring in, because mm. first of all, they're still married. And secondly... <laughs> I mean, in, in on the show or in real life? On the show. On the show. Anna Devane is married oh. to David Hayward in Pine Valley. You may just kind of drop that. <laughs> well, because when she came back to General Hospital, she just... Oof. None of that stuff ever happened. Like, she had a baby that, what? Was, stillbor- that was stillborn. Yeah, go back mm-hmm. and listen to our Anna Devane crossover. <laughs> well, I guess I need to. Because then we actually had the opportunity to speak with Vincent Irizarry, who is who played David Hayward, and he was oh. delightful. Like, it was awesome. And my gosh, what a handsome guy. I mean, he's just like poster board. That was Hollywood not a difficult handsome. interview to conduct. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Difficult to talk sometimes to stay on top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, were you talking? I was just staring at you. And he played Paul McCartney in an off-Broadway play. Oh, really? So oh, he would. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Yeah, we had we had a really good conversation mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, I think that was October 20. Was that, was that 2020 or was that 19? I don't even remember. I think it was 20. I'm yes. almost positive. <laughs> it's all blending together. <laughs> right. Somewhere in the 300 episodes, we talked about talked to him. So. Yeah. Um, That's very cool. Now, have you had any general hospital actors on this podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bradford was our first. Oh, okay. Great. I love him. Um, we've spoken with Perry Shen, mm-hmm. Riel Andrews, mm-hmm. when he okay. came back as Taggart, Taggart. Like, right when he came back. That one was a good one because you really couldn't talk at first. I really <laughs> couldn't. <laughs> so fangirling. It was I mean, if you got, if you got uh, Valentine on, I, I, I think you <laughs> both would have strokes or something because... <laughs> The Valentine obsession. It, it's one of you. I, I can't remember which it's one. Shannon, it's it's Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I'm right there with you. He's fantastic. And yes. the way he looks at Anna, it's like, oh, God, do I want someone to look at me that way? Exactly. <laughs> I just said to her, we just recorded the recap before this. And I said to her, so this week, did you just shut your eyes and keep replaying what he said to Anna over and over again? And pretend like They're it was so you. good together. Because, oh, yes. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention that uh, missed opportunity with Michelle Stafford as Nina. Mm-hmm. Do you remember at the nurses ball that look between her and Jack's? Oh yeah. Like sparks were flying mm-hmm. and then she left and they kind of shoehorned Cynthia Watros in there into that, that story. It never really worked. And it always, yeah. I always think, gosh, what if Michelle had stayed? That would have been amazing because they just were, whew, that was some intense I- chemistry. Absolutely yeah. agree. I mean, that was, and that's the thing. Cynthia Watros is amazing. Like yes. I never watched her on any of the other, cause she was on Young and the Restless. I don't, I know she was on Guiding Light cause she Guiding was, Light, like, that's what she was Laura, on. Laura yeah. Wright's sister, I think. Yeah. Um, but so I never watched lost, that, but I watched some, there was some episode I found on YouTube where she's in a helicopter and I mean, she's just losing her mind. And I was like, she's awesome. Yeah. So she's really like good. Starting to use her a little bit more in that way. But I agree. Like Michelle Stafford Nina was the one that had the spark with Jack's not right. Yeah. Cynthia Watros. 
And, and the character is just annoying. I, I I love her, the actress. I loved Michelle Stafford. Michelle Stafford actually, Nina was less annoying to me. Yes. Um, then, then, and I don't blame Cynthia Watros for that. It's just the story is just not working for, for anybody yeah. really. The whole God, if I never hear the the name Nixon Falls again, I you know, <laughs> right. It was torture. Nine months of that, and no one was ever in that bar. How did they stay in business? All it was was yeah. Mike wiping stuff down. Like, <laughs> yep. What kind of business model is this? Oh, right. we spoke with uh, Dan White, who played Elijah. Mm-hmm. Mm. We had a great conversation with him about cats. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> He's a cat guy? <laughs> we got off topic a little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who else have we? Oh, we talked to the mom of the original Wiley and mm. their episode. We didn't know that when we were releasing their episode, it was literally going to be the day after Michael found out Wiley was his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they, they, did, they did a little filming on their own, too, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The yep, iPhone, as I recall. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've talked to a good, good many. Still That's definitely really have cool. our laundry list of people that we want to talk to, though. Yes. So, Oh, of course. We have one that should be coming up within the next month if we can get our schedules to work. So, Well, I'm, I'm a uh, regular listener now, so I won't miss it. Awesome. <laughs> so when did you find us? Uh, it was about a month and a half ago, actually. Okay. Oh, um, wow. So I have not been listening that long. And I heard the interview uh, with Max's parents. Yes. And that's what prompted me to sign up uh, for the fan spot. Like, I'm like, oh, I think I already told you guys this. I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, no, but no, that, that, that's what prompted me. Even and if you uh, told us, you didn't tell the rest of them. So, oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mentioned, you know, Sonny and Brenda hooked me in. And then, of course, there were so many great storylines in the 90s. Loved Robin and Jason. And then actually, I think I did see an episode of All My Children where Robin crossed over. I pro- I think I tuned into that because I think Jason went and visited her or something. I I have a vague recollection of that. That would have been many years ago. I think yep. Robin did go visit Anna once. I think so too, but I don't know. I don't know if Jason went with her though. I don't know. Oh, I didn't watch all my I children. I be completely wrong about that. And then I was a huge Jason and Sam fan at first. Mm-hmm. Loved them. They were great. And then can you guess what turned me on Sam? <laughs> Her sleeping with Rick ruined the character. Oh, yeah. I've never forgiven her and never liked her with Jason since then. Now, the good part wow, about that, that night was, was Liz and Jason hooked up the same night, totally out of nowhere. And that's when I was went all in on liaison. Okay. And have not, not given up on that. They will be together someday. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about her and Finn? That is such a snooze fest. It's just boring. And it's such a waste because I love Michael Easton. In fact, I think they're really missing an opportunity here. Uh, I, I like Sam and Dante, but um, Kelly Monaco and Michael Easton have such amazing chemistry. Oh, God. Yes. And I, if they could find a way to get those two back together, there would be just that would be awesome. Him and Liz, it's just boring. They could be good. I, I don't think their chemistry is bad. They just don't have anything to do. Like even their date this week, they ended up, you know, doing CPR. <laughs> on Marshall and then going to the hospital and and that was it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree because they were together as John McBain and Sam, Mm -hmm. Livy and Kate. He was Caleb when he was with her on Port Charles and then Silas and Sam. We did, we did a um, two part breakdown of every Michael Easton character on General Hospital. (laughs) It's been a lot. Yeah. Six. He's been six characters on General Hospital. Wow. That's, that's gotta be a record. 
Because they brought in all of his past characters. When he became Silas, they also brought in Stephen Clay and Caleb and then closed all those. Mm. So like they kind of memory of that. (laughs) It was it was after John McBain left because then it was when Silas came in and they're like, Silas Clay, could you be related to Stephen Clay? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so I didn't watch Port Charles. Uh, I watched it a bit at first when it was still kind of hospitally, and then it got weird, and I quit watching it. Oh, vampire um, so, thing? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it was in the same town, and no one ever talks about it. So, Well, that's what but happened when, when it, Silas oh, showed up to Kelly's, and Lucy saw him for the first time. She tried to stake him. Oh, that's right. Uh, yep, that's right. So she that was probably the only acknowledgement. Right. Yep. What do you guys think about Luke dying? Does this seem super random? Yes. There's no point behind it. No, I'm I'm not seeing... It. The funeral yesterday was like, oh, there's Helena. Okay. Love Constance Towers, but Laura just turned her off. So, <laughs> Okay. So that was pointless. Uh, it was kind of funny when the ashes went on Scotty, but it was a very small funeral for such a, a larger than life character. And it just didn't seem like there was any point to him. Unless there's something coming that we don't know about. I don't really understand what they're doing here. I hope so. I'm assuming that's the whole Jennifer Smith thing. We did this just to bring the Smiths back into everything. Mm. So then Amanda has a theory where Marshall is then involved with all of that. Okay. Cause that's, a, that was a mob family, right? Yes. Or, mm-hmm. He still is. Yeah, Frank, Frank Smith was who we were originally running from. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then Sonny took over Frank's territory. Yep, and then right. there's the five families, which is actually four families, which is now two families. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange math. That yes. 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 Like every time they would have those meetings, there's, there's Mrs. Wu, there's Sonny or Carly or Jason, whoever's standing in. And then there's those two other guys who died at Jason's wedding. Right. And they're in Carly's wedding. And they're like, we've got to go to the meeting of the five families. And I'm sitting there going, where's the fifth family? (laughs) Who are the, who's the fifth? They never talk about them. Right. We should do. See, and this is where. This is where the ideas for all of our four one ones come from, but we have them written out. So like your interview is actually not going to be released, not this upcoming Thursday, but the Thursday after because Jennifer Smith came on in the last 10 minutes of the show or the last five seconds of the show. And thankfully, like there's enough written up about her online and in the scrapbook. So we're going to hurry up and we're not going to watch her because I feel like that would take all you need to know is that she loved Luke. Yeah. There's a couple pages, but so we're going to do the 411 on her next week. So that way it can fill everyone in on here's a taste of the Smith family. And then this interview will be released the week after. So it'll be like the first week in February. Well, uh, the other thought that I had, Victor somehow tied into this, but also Holly being um, captive. And we know, you know, we know that the fact that they haven't really tied that up is because of the health problems that Emma Sams has been having. So they'll eventually come back to that. So I'm kind of, is Luke with her, you know? Just the, the idea that he just died in a cable car accident and we're going to move on just doesn't seem mm, realistic right. to me. No, not at all. But the only thing that we have working against us is how they did not honor Stuart Damon. So it's yeah, like that was that was a bummer. Yeah. Well, so if you've only been listening for a month and a half, um, did you come in then at the end of our 12 part series of Alan Quartermain? I did. So I have not listened to any of them. I kind of <laughs> okay. that. It's a little uh, overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, holy cow. There's a lot about Alan Quartermain here. So I have not gone back. That's you guys. I listen to so many podcasts that I have like a, a, a OCD system <laughs> of okay. the order that I listen to them in. Um, and, and I, you guys are one of my weekly podcasts, but when I run out, 
of podcasts, then I have like a list of ones that I would go back. So these four one ones that you're talking about are definitely ones that are on my, oh, when I run out, I'm going to go back and, and yep. listen to those. Yep. And that's how we like to do it. And that's why we try to address things as they're popping up on the show, because people will be like, well, what the heck is that? And then you can go back and listen, or it's been very helpful with, I mean, we haven't gone back, but like we have questions about Liz and we're like, oh yeah, we could go back and listen to our own show about that. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I'm going to listen to a Liz 411. That'll be top of the list. I think she was the first. So don't judge us from what we did in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I, I don't <laughs> we, have, we have grown a lot. <laughs> um, we all have. We all have. Well, I think at the beginning, we were kind of just like, we have to talk about everything right now. And then as mm. it popular, we're like, no, I think we have time to do 12 weeks <laughs> of <laughs> Alan Quartermain. <laughs> I don't regret it though. I don't regret no, it. It, was, I, it needed all that detail. It was just way more than we thought it was going to be. Oh, he had some great storyline. And and I remember when he died, I actually just rewatched that. YouTube is a wonderful thing. Uh, there's a whole liaison channel that I tune into every once in a while and it just shows their scenes, you know, so it's kind of fun, but it also gets you interested. Like, wait, what's going on with, you know, Carly or whoever's in, the, in one of the scenes. What's this house she's living in? Oh yeah. She's married to Jax. Wait, that's a different <laughs> Jax. What's wh- who's this guy? <laughs> um, because the, the, very briefly, there was a stand-in for Jax. I don't remember what happened there, but he was not good. <laughs> uh, but uh, what was I? Oh, the hostage crisis at the hotel where when Alan died um, was a big part of, you know, that's when uh, Liz revealed to Jason that Jake was his. Yep. Um, we were stuck in the elevator. Um, but it was like, it didn't really make a lot of sense why they killed Alan at that time. It was maybe not the, you know, front runner, front burner storyline, but like Monica now, important to kind of give color to people's right. situations. It would have been nice to have him stay uh, as a fixture at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's not alive anymore. So I guess that's out the window. Well, and that's the thing, like at a certain point, so like they got rid of Alice too. And Al- Alice mm. just pa- like Virgin Williams. Was that her name? You're the actress. Name. Sorry. <laughs> like she just passed away over the summer, you yeah. know, but it's like, we don't get to tributize. She, she just sorted like all of the servants at uh, mm-hmm. quarter Maid mansion. They just sort of disappeared. They, I don't think they have any help anymore. <laughs> right. That explains a lot. I, I get that the kitchens are really hot right now and they gave the, you know, Sonny's kitchen is looks like Sonny's kitchen, right? The Quartermain's kitchen is so small. I, I was expecting right. this grand, you know, very commercial looking kitchen. And it's this just, it looks just like Sonny's kitchen, except smaller. Right. Like, Maybe that's a second kitchen. Oh, just where they get their coffee. Yes. <laughs> that's not it's where the their, food is. It's prepared. their cafe. I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know. Well, yeah, when it came on, I thought it was the gatehouses because it was so mm-hmm. small. And then yes. I'm like, oh, no, that's the actual quarter main one. Yeah. That just doesn't look like that would be satisfying to cook one or two. Right. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. I've talked a lot. Now, I'm enjoying your talking. <laughs> <laughs> if I have something to say, I throw it in there. Well, it, let's talk about a couple of the current storylines. I was thinking earlier this week, there's a lot of really boring stuff going on. Yes. <laughs> And uh, I wonder how much the the pandemic has affected this, because even when in the past, when when General Hospital, there's obviously a show that's been on that long, there's going to be stuff that's like you don't like. Hmm. Like, for example, when Nina first came back and was, you know, the the wheelchair Nina, who was also a ninja and (laughs) horrible to Silas and, and had that weird nurse. And, you know, it was like, okay, this is. So we've got a psycho or, or like Esme. Oh my God. Do we, do we need to recreate Nell again? Right. Just right. Like psychos with no motivation. Like if you think about Esme or I'm sorry, Nell's motivation was so thin. Like mm-hmm. 
Carly was another adopted daughter of this crazy man. And she had already gotten out. And that's her fault that your life is crap. Like I I, was just such the thinnest of of explanations. And they better have something really good with Esme because she's on my last nerve. They've really I felt like they start to really do a good job when she was talking about her parents. Mm -hmm. And then the next week. We just went nowhere. Yeah. And I think that we agree to is a lot of it definitely has to do with probably like availability and everything with the pandemic. But at the same time, they were dragging out Michael and Wiley well before the pandemic. Right. (laughs) Do you guys remember when they went off the air was in the middle of that trial? Mm -hmm. It was like, no, we can't stop now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. So we shifted to watching Night Shift. We watched the first season of Night Shift during oh, when we didn't have new episodes. Good idea. Yep. Have yet. To I went it. back and listened to the, the the podcast where you talked about them going off the air, and then the then I skipped ahead to the podcast where they came back on the air because I was just curious, you yeah. know, what what your guys' thoughts were at that time, and those were really fun to listen to. Should go back and listen we to it. <laughs> it is interesting going back and listening um, to podcasts like from March of 2020, um, particularly ones that, that, that are more topical, like news topical, the way that we were talking about stuff. And like, I remember reading an article at that time uh, saying that when you bring your groceries home, you should pretend that they're covered in glitter. And I'm like, I'm out (laughs) (laughs) that you got to clean, you know, don't want to get that glitter anywhere. It's like, there's no way not to get glitter everywhere. I'm not going through all this. Right. (laughs) And then it turned out, you know, that's not how it spread. So we spent all that time, you know, spraying stuff down and washing our hands and, and uh, it didn't work that way, but you know, they didn't know, I don't, not blaming anybody for that. Right. Right. It's just funny to, to hear some of the, like people are like, well, this is weird. Well, what's come, what's going on over in China? And and then it just kind of exploded here, as you guys know, not to get too far off topic, but um, it's been a very interesting two years for sure. I did not expect to be sitting in my apartment for two years. <laughs> right. I, I, my job, uh, I'm on a plane every Monday and Thursday. I was supposed to go back. Uh, this month was going to be my first month back on the road and uh, got an email from my, my company, New Year's, New Year's Eve day saying, eh, no travel in, in January. And now they're pushing us back to the end of February too. So I'm, I'm still not back to my normal life, which I'm very much looking forward to. But uh, the soaps have been uh, a godsend as have podcasts. I have never listened to this many podcasts prior to, I listened to a lot because I, like I said, I was traveling a lot. So that's, those are great on a plane, but I also now just sit in my apartment all day, listen to podcasts while I'm working and I love it. So what do you do if you don't, if, if you're able to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, most of my work is either if I'm not on a call, I'm, I'm on a computer. So pop the earbud in and listen to what what's next. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I have a friend who works for a local, like our big grocery chain and, you know, they had a substantial business complex, you know, like in a local place, they didn't renew their lease. She is forever working from home now, which is great. Oh, but, yeah. you know, the socializing aspect of it, you know, mm-hmm. that has to be very isolating that, you, you know, know, it's have someone- March of 2020, once everyone that could work from home was sent home and I got, I was kind of on early on that. I was early in March because we got, you know, they said no traveling. So um, I had to go into my office downtown Chicago um, because my I had spilled coffee on my computer and I needed a needed to get it fixed. So I had to go downtown, hand it off. This was you know end of March, so we had really in the city just shut down and twenty three story building. Right, I'm on the third floor where I had an office. Nobody in there. It was completely empty. Nobody on any of those floors. And I just thought, God, what a waste of real estate. You know, this is usually full of people. If everyone is able to just go home, why are we paying for this space? 
And as it turns out, a lot of, a lot of companies went that way. Mine isn't. And I'm glad because I do want that. I want that camaraderie back. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can't wait to get out in the field with my team again, you know, virtual works, but it's not, it's just not the same as sitting side by side and, um, and, and really getting to know them and getting to know where, where their environment is, where they're sitting. <laughs> you know, I can't go into their homes. So <laughs> right. uh, looking forward to be back in the office, but sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent there. No, it's, it, and I mean, and that's, I think the thing that we were the most, I don't want to say concerned about, but we're like, are they going to bring it in? Since Finn is an infectious disease doctor, mm. are they going to bring this in? I'm glad they didn't, honestly. I'm so thankful they didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to watch that. No, I mean, not for nothing. I gave up on Grace. It was, and that was mm. only once a week, but I just, and I understand that that's the reality of it, but it's like between the news and social media and everything. You need a break. Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere and it just feels like it's never going to end. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that they just went on with as if it never happened. You know, if, uh, do you remember, uh, the very first scene when they came back was, um, Ned and Olivia kissing in, in the Q mansion. And there had been all this talk prior to that of, you know, they're not, they're going to have to stay six feet apart. If there's any love scenes, it's going to be like with the back of their spouse's head or something. And, and, uh, general hospital came out the gate with the two of them kissing. And I was like, cool, we're back. Yeah. yeah. I think that might've been recorded prior to. Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I guess they would have had some stuff in the can that, that, uh, you know, they couldn't use for whatever reason just yet. Who knows? We're back but to kissing the full time it. now, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had said some of the other soaps were like using dolls and stuff for their. Yes. <laughs> so I'm glad we were never that far. We got creative <laughs> with camera angles, but not with uh, props, I guess. Right. I mean, that's. Mm, I wouldn't want to watch that. being the actor being like, by the way, you just have to pretend that this doll is. So, you know, going to Laura, I mean, right. and this it's, is Maureen. It's you bad know? enough when they do it with babies. And I just this week, Brooklyn was carrying around that carrier. And there's no baby in there. Yep. <laughs> or when they put the coffee on the table and you hear the hollowness of the cup. Yes. Oh, that drives me nuts. Like, like, put water put in there. Water in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or when they're pushing food around on their plate. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand there's multiple takes, but, you know, a bite is not going to kill you. Right. Yeah. And really, they don't do multiple takes, uh, at least listening to Stephen Bradford. They rarely do more than one take. So you can definitely take a bite of that food. Right. Yes. I think that's been the most enjoyable thing about listening to their show is they don't get enough credit. Yeah. You know, how, for how talented they are. No kidding. It's like doing a play every day. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, one of the quotes that um, Lisa Cicero is that how you say her name? Olivia. Um, she had told somebody who came on the show. Oh, uh, the new Nicholas. Not new Nicholas, new um, Spencer. Spencer, but his, his name, name is Nicholas. Nicholas. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he was on. Um, he was on. That's awesome. A couple weeks ago, and um, Lisa Lo Cicero told him it's never as bad as you think, um, but it's, it will never be as good as you want. So you have to live in that space. And I was like, what a great not just for a soap opera. That's a great life tip right there. You know, yeah, especially for him to learn that at his age, like in regards to life. That's a good life lesson. Yes. What do you guys think about Austin? <laughs> I don't even know what I think about Austin. He's so back and forth. Like one second, I think he knows something. And then the next second he's clueless. Yeah. And I don't Very know. Cagey. Yeah. Where they're trying to put him. Yeah. I don't, I don't either. And I love Roger. What is it? Hayworth. Hayworth. Love him. Pretty sure. Um, <laughs> loved Franco. Thought he did a great job with that character. 
but yeah, they brought him on and first they tried to shove him in with the cues and that didn't really work. And now he's working with Valentine for revenge on Brooklyn. It's like, what are you doing, dude? You know, right? like yeah. I, I really, I genuinely want him to be a good guy because we, we need more good guys on the show. Yes. And I don't want Maxie to be with another bad guy. Right. Well, and I forgot to bring this up. She needs to quit falling for the guys that just delivers her babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this, is, this is two in a row now. <laughs> like, oh like, I like them because I feel like they, they could be a good balance to each other. You know, so. Didn't, uh, didn't Georgie have a weird birth too? Who gave, who, who, where was Georgie delivered? Georgie the baby, not Georgie yeah, the yeah. In uh, Luke's club or in, yeah. It was Luke's then. No, that was was Felicia delivering adult Georgie, baby Georgie, Maxie's Georgie. Maxie's Georgie, I feel like, was born under weird circumstances, too. I just can't remember. What was that? We just talked about Maxie last summer. It was probably Spinelli because at the time the the road because they were leaving somewhere at the time they thought it was um, Dante and uh, Lulu's baby. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you're right. She needs to stop falling for the guys that deliver her babies. Right. I'm going to look it up because the whole reason we even talked about Maxie for so long was because we were talking about Georgie. Mm-mm. Georgie, who we never see. Yes. Or James, for that matter. While you're looking that up, I, I loved Felicia this week. Yes. Yeah. I'm so happy she's back. She, I forgot how good she is at that character. And, yes. and one of my favorite scenes this week was at Luke's funeral when... Anna and Felicia walked in and we're talking to Laura and talking about, you know, Luke was larger than life. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, all three of you slept with him. Right. I was thinking that too. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so weird. Like, how are you friends with all these people knowing that you've all slept with the same person? That's just too much. You know, it's it funny. It just Luke, says that she had her. It doesn't say how the circumstances. I, mm-hmm. I could have sworn Spinelli delivered her maybe in the apartment. I, I don't know. I don't think she's had a baby in a hospital, but I could be wrong. No, I, I agree because I think that that's, oh, I forget. And then this is when we get emails. Although most people were really, really nice. And we're like, yeah, it's just hard to remember 58 years and like on the moment. Yep. Uh, I know you guys were talking about um, not liking the Luke Felicia storyline. I actually, I love that. Not necessarily the storyline. I just, they're chemistry was amazing. Mm-hmm. Anthony Geary was good. had chemistry for with everybody. I mean, the only person that I really never warmed up to with him with really was Tracy. I liked them together, but they didn't have that spark like he had with Sky and Felicia and Anna and Laura, of course, uh, famously. Um, and uh, I've even seen on YouTube, like him and Demi Moore had great chemistry. Oh, um, wow. Him and Emma Sams had great chemistry. He just he, he was a guy that everybody had great chemistry with. I just hope he comes back. Me too. I don't want for a him minute. To, yeah. I mean, I know that he's retired and all that, but I mean, he has said he's open to doing, you know, short appearances. So maybe they could tie this in somehow to bringing Lulu back because that's a character that really needs to be brought back as well. That was not okay. It was, it what, was dumb. What they did to her. Yeah. No, it, it just, it made no sense. Uh, and poor Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting to know him and right. boom, you're dead. <laughs> See, and that's where that's where I want to know how much of that was determined because of COVID, because they very quickly got rid of Dev, Dustin, and Neil. Yeah. Mm. And when we that? came back. That was when we came back. That explosion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll bet well, you're I mean, right. It was, it was a few it months later, been. but you know, we very quickly got rid of those people. But it's like we never really got to see <sighs> I loved Neil and Alexis. Yeah. Well, and that never really got wrapped up. Like, uh, did he, he died. Did, uh, did they ever prove that that Sila, Cyrus uh, killed him? I don't no. remember it ever coming up again. All nope. we know is suddenly out of nowhere, Neil was an addict and he had there was a needle under Alexis's bed and 
I think like we were led toe. to believe that he put it in his toe. Right. Right. Yeah. But and that was it. There was no sign of that. I mean, nope. it, that was really weird. It was just, and then it was never really spoken of again, other than, right. you know, right. Alexis's downward spiral after that, but um, they never really solved what are you saying? Are you saying that at some point in the storyline, they said that he was a, he, they just decided he was an addict and, and that was when, that when he died. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was it prior <laughs> to that. There was no indication that he had any, any addiction issues. No, you know, that's dumb. <laughs> It was. It was. They Very finally got hospital. together. That was not a good choice. They finally get together. He dies. And I felt like well, he was the first good choice for Alexis. Yes. Yes. Although I did love her with, with um, Julian. I mean, oh, I did too. Yeah. Yes. Loved her yeah, with Julian. That chemistry there was good. Yeah. Okay. So second place would be Neil. Yeah. I just think yeah. Neil was healthy. Julian was not yes. healthy. It was yeah. good to watch, but not healthy. You know, once a guy holds a knife to your throat, yeah. it's kind of over. You have to go back to that. Right. <laughs> And your ex has to save you. Yes. You know who we haven't talked about? And I don't know how this hasn't come up because it's all that's on General Hospital is Carly. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about (laughs) it. I love Laura Wright. I, I've never been a fan of the character, although I've warmed up to her. I like her when she's, friendly with Sam or Elizabeth for some reason I, that warms my heart. She like, she seems like somebody who would have your back, but she's just too much right now. I mean, thank it's you all day, every day, Carly, Carly, Carly. And the idea that she and Sonny are going to break up again. I mean, what they've been married, what five times that's gotta be a, a soap opera record that I know other people have been married a lot of times, but not to the no. same person. What did Cameron ask Joss not too long ago? How many times have your parents been married? And she said one more time than they've been divorced. <laughs> <laughs> best answer i think it's her seventh marriage but i think to okay. sunny it's only four or five okay because she was married to jacks and who else she was engaged to tony but did not marry him right she was engaged or she oh, was, she married she, aj right yes she, married she was AJ? married to aj yeah. um and she was dating todd manning so i loved yeah. that i hate what they did with i mean could you imagine the general hospital we would have today with carly and todd and sam and john mcbain mm, i like that and michael yeah. and star right they they were yes so, yes like yeah michael and willow are, are so boring you know who i really liked carly with and this was uh when she was played by tamra braun um alcazar and i can't remember if it was which one which alcazar lewis or whatever uh his brother it was lorenzo lorenzo it was lorenzo okay and she had she had gotten shot giving birth to morgan and she was in that yes. coma and dreamt that he was a <laughs> professor or whatever um i loved them together mm-hmm. and that that never really went anywhere yeah Ted King was so good. We could have him come back as a triplet. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I love him. Were, they were twins or were they just brothers? Lorenzo and Luis. I think they were, they were twins. Oh, were they? I think so. I think oh, so. I, I mean, oh, okay. who knows? I could be wrong. Cousins. Well, identical. So, cousins. It, right. <laughs> well, that's some back to Esme. People I've heard have said, could that be Lila Ray? Oh, my gosh. That would be cool. Uh-huh. I'd be down with that. Yeah, I don't know why she would be upset. Why would Lila Ray be obsessed with Ryan? I don't know this, and I think that's the thing that's killing most of us is where where does she fit? Because now we've learned she's adopted, mm-hmm. and her adoptive parents had a marriage that was imploding for some Sky reason. What if Ryan up? hooked up with her adoptive mom and then killed her? <laughs> but she seems to be infatuated with Ryan. Yeah, she may just be interested in crime. You know, like a lot listens to a lot of podcasts or something, but. <laughs> Um, I, I like the idea of her being Lila Ray. I just don't see Sky giving her up. 
Right. Yeah. Or Sky wondering where she is. Right. Like, where where are you? What right, are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm in Port Charles. What? Right. Well, maybe. Okay. So I guess I didn't think about that now that we learned that she is adopted. Unless Sky was trying to protect her from an Alcazar, you know, offshoot. Yeah. I suppose that could be possible. <laughs> No, um, offshoot. I like that. <laughs> now going back to Carly for a second. Yeah. The the hers and Jason's wedding was the most painful. <laughs> for, I, I'll hear. I'll say something positive. Loved the dress. Yes. That was so appropriate for for the occasion, and just Laura Wright looked amazing. I thought she was gorgeous. Steve Burton looked like he wanted to shoot himself in the head. <laughs> And I, I actually, at first I was like, can't you even act like, like, uh, I, I can get why the actor would hate this. But then as I thought about it more, it actually made a lot of sense. Like Jason would do what he had to do, would, he truly loved Carly as a friend, was not at all in love with her, but let's make the best of this, even though he didn't want to do it. He actually made some really good choices there. I had to think about it for a little while, though, because at first I was just like, he's not even trying, you know, there was zero chemistry. And when they were in that bedroom, it was like, ew, ew. (laughs) (laughs) See, I feel like that's where I started to, because I mean, him and Brit, I thought had amazing, Mm. like I loved it. Yes. Yes. And when he started to tell Carly that he was falling back in love with her or whatever, I'm like, are you though? Like, really? Not buying it, you know? Right. And his reaction to Carly being nasty to Brit did not say he was out of love with Brit. Mm -mm. No, Mm -mm. No, they had so much potential. I hope we somehow get back to that because they're really well matched. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Even some more people so want her with Austin and like, no. in Austin. No. I like them as friends. Yeah, I kind of liked them. T- I, I saw they had good chemistry. Uh, and if he is a bad guy, uh, Brit is. You know, Brit. Brit can handle that. Yeah. But yeah, I. I don't know. I, I was so excited about what was happening with her and Jason. I'm. I'm going to be bummed for a while about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can stay. Well, and I hope that they. I mean, are they now pushing her illness aside? <laughs> well, it hasn't been mentioned in a while. So, uh, you know, and that's, he had the shaky hand and then and then that. No, oh, it, it wasn't Huntington's. It was something else. And now it's not shaky anymore. I guess <laughs> switched up her meds. <laughs> yeah, I hope that they don't do that because, I mean, that's something that like they did it with Finn, you know, with his emotional support. And now suddenly <gasps> Roxy's a pet. And it's like, no, there's actually like a real there's a whole demographic of people who were hurt by that being done poorly right oh really that well people that rely on or like i actually thought that they were going to have finn um be asperger's and i was really looking forward to that yeah the character could certainly lean that direction right Mm -hmm. so that's now been my hope with austin and identifying all Mm. the new leo Mm -hmm. you know so like Mm -hmm. that's kind of where i'm coming from when i'm watching austin i'm like is he trying to figure out the social situation and is this just his learning it but i don't know i i think that would be pretty cool um, I, would I would love, love if he got a that. romance and then it came out and that way people could see that people on the spectrum can have have it all have it all just might look differently. I do like how they're doing the Leo storyline. It, it's it, the range of emotions that especially Olivia, um, you know, the denial, the the, you know, acceptance, the, you know, the sadness, all the stages. They've done a really good job with that. I think that I love that it's brought her and Ned back together. It, it just all seemed very real. Um, mm-hmm, yes. I, not that I've gone through that myself. I know that that at least one of you have. Um, it, okay. Yep. And uh, but I, it just at least for my my not knowing anything, it seemed pretty realistic. Yeah, they've done a very very good job. Well, Ned or Wally Kurth's son is autistic. And oh, so okay. Able to 
pull that in. And I didn't know that until actually the storyline started, but we knew that Mara West has a son that is too. Mm, Okay. So, um, been very well done. So speaking of Mara West, did she not look amazing at the funeral? Yeah. She walked in and it was like, whoa, you're turning it on here. Yes. (laughs) She looked great. She did. I love her too. She's so cool. She's been robbed of very many awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Kiki died. Yeah. Hands uh, down. She should have gotten. There was yeah, another me. waste. Why did they kill that? There was right. no reason to kill that character. Send mm-hmm. her send her off to college or rehab or something. Just n- right. no need to kill her. Have her go do Dark Doctors Without Borders. And she was with Griffin. And he was going to be leaving soon also anyway. So they could have <laughs> just had them both go off. I completely forgot about Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> He just came back for a minute. Why did he come back? He he was Duke's son, right? That is yeah. everything the right guy. Yes, yes, because she, uh, Ava had been having an affair with him. Yes, and then then he took up with Kiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked him, yeah. but completely forgot about him. <laughs> I liked him. I just didn't like that they put Kiki and Ava with all of the same men. Like, yeah, you that's not gross. be sharing with your daughter. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, if you think about like Dante and Sam too, there's a little bit of an ick factor there. It's like Dante and, and, uh, or not Dante, but, um, Sonny and, and Sam, Sonny and Alexis, um, Rick and Alexis, Rick and Sam. It's like, now I'm moving on from uh, your dad and your uncle to you. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. So gross. Yeah. Yes. And, and they share siblings. It's. Just, I do like them together. I, I remember the very episode when they first sort of had their a little spark. Happened to be the same episode where Jason and and Britt had a little spark. Mm. And I remember thinking, "Ooh, they're shuffling the deck. Interesting." They did that on the same day, and and it's been I've been it's been a little slow for my taste. Yeah. Um, but I do like uh, uh, Sam and and Dante together uh, on screen. I just don't particularly like it on paper. <laughs> yeah, on paper, it's difficult to, um, well, and because she was stillborn, people forget about baby Lila, and that was yeah. Sam's Sunny. daughter with Sunny. Mm-hmm. That's Dante's sister. Oh, God. Thank you. You just added another level of ick. So that's, <laughs> um, and then Christina. Poor Christina and Leo share both. Right. Right. And then when oh, I, you guys talked about this too, when Dante told uh, Sam, Oh, my brother Leo's autistic. And it's like, wait, that's your brother too. What, yes. Why are you the shoulder to cry on? Go check right. on him. Right. <laughs> Especially where her brother, Danny did have intellectual disabilities mm-hmm. and she did talk about it, but not in the same way that a sister would be reflecting on already having this experience with a sibling. Yeah. It was more as a comforting friend instead of, Oh yeah, yeah that's weird. right. That's our brother. <laughs> They forgot. The writers forgot. Oh my gosh. I I seriously could, I could go on about this for hours, but I know you guys probably don't want to put out a, you know, three hour podcast. When they did the, but like years and years ago, when they did the what if episode with, was that Sunny's 25th anniversary Mm -hmm. that they did the what if? With the three Carlys? Yes. Yes. That was so cool. Yes. But they had Dante was a mobster mm-hmm. and took up with Sam. He was a cop. But Sam was his wife and they were like popping right. out like 20 kids. That's right. That was amazing. Like they were so good then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, in the that actors, alternate universe, they have Sonny would not have been with yeah. Sam. Right. 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 I actually liked Sonny and Sam too. That brief time they were together. They were, uh, I enjoyed that little uh, interlude. They, they, we just need to get some fresh blood in this town. We need some new Definitely. families. Everybody um, slept with everybody at this point. It's time to move on. 
because then Sonny also was with Emily, who was Jason's sister. Oh, oh, that was awful. And even though adoptive sister, it's still your sister. You know, it's still. And she was way too young. It was that was just didn't work. That was right. Yeah, I did like uh, Sonny and Olivia a lot. She Olivia, you know, like didn't take any grief from Mm -hmm. him, which he Mm -hmm. needs, I think. And I I like their relationship now, too, that that, that still have that, you know, she can smack him upside the head. Right. But why are they taking him off his meds right now? I they're having what happening to him. What I thought was going to happen to him in Nixon falls because he was not taking his meds. Right. That should, he should have been having these reactions right. then. Well, he kind of did. I mean, Phyllis recognized mm, you're up all night building furniture or whatever he was doing. Right. Uh, something's not right here. But why is Phyllis not seeing it now? Thank you. Exactly. He's starting bar fights in his own bar. Right. She's not getting it yet. Yeah. Right in front of her. Right. Hey, Sonny, do you take in your meds? Exactly. <laughs> and Carly, yeah, Carly asked him, I got the email about you not refilling your meds. Did you refill she just those? that? But she's not checking on it a little bit more or thinking maybe that has something to do with his reactions to her. Yeah, I don't love the storyline, but man, is Maurice Bernard good? Oh, oh. he's just so good. I mean, he's put that crazy look he gets in his eye, you mm-hmm. know, that probably inappropriate for me to say it that way, but um, he just get, you can see it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you see the switch. I think that one of the, they need a category for the Emmys for the nonverbal acting. Like yes. Jeannie Francis's eyebrows could win. Cause I mean, her reaction alone and she has it in both of them. I was watching it this You're week. So I'm, like, right. I'm like, is it only the left one goes up? No, her right one goes too. It's all in the reactions to different things that are going on. And speaking of looking great, how great does she look? I just, there was a scene this week in her apartment. Um, maybe it was with Curtis. And I was just like, wow, she looks amazing. She just is, she's always been really beautiful, obviously, but um, she's aging extremely gracefully. She doesn't look, you know, like she looks right for her age, like, but incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the way they make her up and everything, you know, it, it's just really well done. Yes. Or like now what's going on with, why haven't we had the deputy mayor? I mean, that deputy mayor is obviously bad news. <laughs> I don't right. know. Saw for, that one <laughs> for a five minute phone no idea call and now was. no idea. As soon as you figured mm-hmm. out who she was, now she's not around. It doesn't she was, in, was she in cahoots with Victor? Is that what was, mm-hmm. or maybe in cahoots with Victor? Or definitely was in cahoots? I, I think that's what we were supposed to. Right. Given out the yeah. location and stuff. Yeah. Who knows? They, they Sometimes those things get dropped. I get it. But Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she hasn't really done any mayoral, mayoral activities since she's been back either that I've seen. She did the tree thing, the tree lighting. Yes, that's right. Oh, good. Good, good. The tree got lit. That's right. The tree got that lit. Bad. <laughs> and now she's good for the year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Yep. Duty's done. Do. Well, the next I like that she's putting her focus on Spencer and Nicholas, though. She's like, nope, we got to get this. Yes. Nipped. You guys need to knock it off. I really like this actor that's playing Spencer. I think he's mm. doing a good job. I just wish that they had stuck with the kid and, and let that kid grow up. Uh, mm-hmm. His name was Nicholas too, wasn't it? Nicholas Bechtel? Yep. Bechtel, yep. Because yep. he was so talented. And I I do, I, I like this Spencer a lot. I just, I would have been patient myself to, to let that kid grow up. And what would he be like? He's got to be like 15 now, right? 15? I think, think he's 16, 17. We talked about that. We want to believe that they went to him first mm. and it just that's entirely possible. Cause I mean, age wise, they only aged Spencer up a, a tiny bit. Right. Right. To match our biggest gripe is that they're making his memories be of Joss when they're supposed to be of Emma. Oh, that drives me nuts. Uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, Emma is going to present a problem 
age wise, if she comes and visits Anna, because she's so much younger than them and they were all contemporaries when they were kids. Yep. But yeah, this, the Nicholas, Nicholas, or not, I keep calling Spencer Nicholas. Spencer liking Jocelyn that way was never a thing. They always faked it to, to make Emma and Cameron jealous. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. We've never, we did talk, no, I think we briefly talked about them being little, but not. Yeah, we briefly we need, covered the fact that they did it wrong because they were referring to Jocelyn in the corn costume. Yes. Like she was Emma <laughs> and she wasn't. They were two different characters. Yep. Maybe they forgot. <laughs> We always say we're available for consultation. We might forget some things, but we will. I know. Wouldn't you love to be a continuity? I, there, there's so many. Almost every show I watch with any regularity, you just you pick up like, how did they not know this? Right. Or, oh, I've got a great example. <laughs> you guys will like this. Do you remember Flowers in the Attic? Yes. So I, if, if you're of the same age as me, we read those obsessively as kids, right? And when they made the Lifetime movie a few years ago, mm-hmm. I was apoplectic during the Christmas scene because she was wearing a gold dress. And I'm like, that green dress was so critical to the whole story, all four books. Mm-hmm. Why would you put her in a gold dress? Yes. <laughs> the stuff like that drives me crazy. Yeah. It's like the simple, that's simple. You could have put her in a green dress. Right. Right. But I catch stuff like that all the time. I'm, I'm weird. <laughs> we do. I totally, I'm like, no. It's the little things that you pay attention to. Like I noticed um, when Brooklyn's phone was dead, there was one right on the nightstand beside her this week as she was trying to call for 911. Oh, I missed there that. Was a, there was a landline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, maybe it's disconnected. <laughs> That's why so I posted it on our Instagram and I was like, did anyone else catch this? Like, <laughs> come on. I gave an entire rundown of all the books on Brit's bookshelf. I am right there with you with the nerd. Oh, yeah. Now. Did she really have, um, she had a Rush Limbaugh book on her bookshelf? That's so Brit. <laughs> it's black with red lettering. I didn't look up which one it was, but I saw it says Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's, I, that's very Brit. <laughs> that is gr- grabbing random books. Hey, this one looks good. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I need to follow you guys. I'm not, uh, I'm only on Instagram and Twitter. I don't do anything on either of them uh, other than follow, like Twitter is my football follow and uh, Instagram. I do a lot of food network stuff, but I'll follow you guys because I do want to see stuff like the phone on the nightstand and the books. Yep. We throw out little (laughs) things like that every now and again. So we don't, I mean, we post our show on Twitter and stuff, but we don't get sucked into the Twitter wars. Oh yeah. Me neither. You know, it's the thing that I like about Twitter is that you can be very specific about what you see. So like I literally not all, but mostly follow Denver Broncos football stuff on in Twitter because I you get a lot of like rumors and what's going on and not much arguing. <laughs> People don't argue as much about football as they do other things, and you can and you can really limit it. The reason I left Facebook um, and I've been off for a little over a year now, and I'll tell you I don't miss it one bit. Um, is you just had no control that way. You could block people and stuff, but I always thought of that as more of like a social gathering spot, and I just got tired of it. And, and the you know it was just constant fighting all the time. Not yes. me, but just seeing right. all that. Just, just even like, being able to see it is like and you can avoid that to a certain degree on Twitter too. If you just you know you don't you don't follow anything political, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> You can see the phrases that are tw- trending and you're like, oh, that's nice. But back to what I... And uh, Max, of course, is uh, a fun follow on Twitter to see his yes. little videos. Those are so cute. Yes. And his parents yes. are so cool. They're just so down to earth. And yes. hey, if you want to do this, you can do it. If you don't, you don't. I think that's just mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I think that's probably one of our favorite things about them as a family. So, mm-hmm. And that, they, that he got to you know meet Maurice Bernard. 
I have not watched that state of mind yet, but I will because I'll bet that's adorable. It is so sweet. And when, so they private messaged us like, oh my gosh, guess what's happening? I mean, I think we cried for him. We're like, (laughs) we're so happy for you. We're jealous. We're so happy for you. (laughs) Which it's kind of funny that, that, you know, I mean, Sonny's probably not a great role model. (laughs) (laughs) He's cool. But he's cool. No question about it. Yeah. And it's been a while since he's killed anybody himself. Yeah. Right. Himself. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, the Thanksgiving scene where, you know, he's, he's this great chef. This is, here's something that drives me nuts. Cause I am a chef. The way he was holding his knife. I'm like, Sonny, that's not how you hold a knife. <laughs> chopping, holding it like this, chopping carrots. And it's like, you're supposed to be this great chef. Watch a video on how to hold a knife. <laughs> right. Yeah. Little things like that. If you want it to be believable, I can see how that yeah, would be. And they've said it for so long. I mean, one of those videos would take three seconds to, <laughs> to learn how to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You see that a lot on TV. Um, not so much like on the, like the food network, but like on regular shows, if they're in the kitchen doing something, they're always doing it wrong. <laughs> or it's like when you see them in cars and you can see that it's in part, like they're sitting there doing <laughs> yeah. this and you're like, yeah, can you put it in neutral at least? <laughs> right. Or now in this day of CG, just remove it. Right. You know, I'm sure it could be digitally removed. My cat's probably going to jump up here and say hello. She's looking at Amanda like, come on. I made sure to give mine his uh, his midday wet food before we started. Otherwise, (laughs) all you would be hearing right now is just meowing incessantly. (laughs) Yeah, but we are over an hour. So we definitely want to. This was so much fun. Yes, this is why we love talking to other fans. So love it. Uh, I'm happy to come back anytime. I, this is so fun for me. You guys are great. And I love your show. Thank oh, you so thank much. You. We should do like a round table, like with multiple. Yes, that yes. would be fun. That would be super fun. We'll figure that out. Maybe for our three right. year anniversary. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Okay. Three year anniversary round table. And Definitely this is why I have your Rolodex. And round table. <laughs> you have thank a lot goodness of you have your clipboard. <laughs> Yep. Awesome. Anything else that you want to share with us before we go or? No, just thank you so much for having me. This has been a joy. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing the 411 this week and on Jennifer Smith because I need that. Uh, and uh, just <laughs> we need it. Watching too. GH and keep doing your podcast. Don't disappear on me like my 90210 girls did. <laughs> <laughs> we have no intentions yes. of it. No. Well, thank you so much. I really, really so much enjoyed fun. this. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. You too. We'll you talk too. to you later. Bye. Bye. I really just enjoyed. T- I felt like from the second that we started, I well, was just you like, guys were being nice when friends. you started with the Beatles. So we started with 90210, and cool. we forgot to talk about the fact that Miss Vanessa Marcel was also on 90210. Oh, love, love, love. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. So I mean, I think everyone knows that. How do you not know that? I don't know. Okay. I am amazed at the number of things that other people don't know. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know. Shannon likes to call me out on all of it, but that's something I feel like I everyone needs to week. know. Did you know that gift that I know you didn't? I did. <laughs> anyway. And I was like, shoot, this is what that means. I forgot who I sent this to. Okay. Well, if I know that Vanessa was talking about then. Right. If you're a fan of General Hospital, chances are, you know, especially during that time frame, I would assume that you came right from 902. True. Well, that wasn't, okay. That's a whole other, Holly, we'll just have to talk (laughs) again about the Holly or the Vanessa, Brenda. Yes. Also going over to 90210, but then coming back to GH Mm -hmm. type of thing. Yeah. You know that the chief from Grey's Anatomy, well, okay. Richard Weber Uh was the manager of the club 
that all of them worked at over the summer. Yes. Not the peach pit. No, 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 no. But the, yeah. he was like the country club, whatever. Yes, that yes, Brandon. That. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I know my 90210. Well, we are going to have to listen to Jenny Garth and Tori's thing, but I loved hearing how she found us. That's cool that we're recommended on that. That's yes. awesome. Yay. Yeah. No, this was so much, so much fun. And like I said, not just staying with the GH topics, but expanding. Cause I know I've seen Catherine. That's not Catherine on whatever soap she's on now. I think I mentioned it a couple months ago and was like, Oh my God, that's Catherine. What is she doing? So to see that someone went to GH because of that is awesome. Yes. And maybe we'll get some more all my children fans coming yeah. over because of Cameron Matheson. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But yeah, if you want to be featured on our fan spotlight, you can just go straight to our website, pure54podcast.com. And there's a form for you to fill out. But join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.